I, oh, well, we Wait. are we are live. Sorry, you were too late, Lisa. Are you ready to go? I think I am. I'm not sure my speaker's working really well, to, or my headsets are working really well this evening. Um, I will thank a dog for that one. Well, we can hear you. So. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get started. And welcome to episode 72 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host, Lisa Nowakowski, and I'm a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minicozzi, an instructional technology coach in Northwest LA County. And just a reminder that we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got more time than that. We are busy, busy people. Yes, we are. And today's coffee fact, just like people pair food with wine, they can also pair food with coffee. For example, Yemeni and Jamaican coffees pair well with blueberries. Well, I'm going to have to try that. If you're looking for something more sinful, Try pairing coffee from Indonesia or Guatemala with your chocolate brownies. We have a link to the full list of coffee and food pairings on our website. So go ahead and check that out, tlc.ninja. All right. Go ahead. Thank you. And tonight's guest, along with my dog in the background, is Adam Juarez, who will be talking to us about hashtag learning. And if you're thinking, wait a minute, haven't we seen him on here before? Yes, yes, you have. He is our first ever two-time guest on uh, TLC. So, Adam, again, for those people who don't remember, please tell us about yourself, who you are, uh, what you do. Yeah, well, my name's Adam Juarez. I'm a tech integration coach from Cutler Orosi Joint Unified School District out here in Central California. I support grades six to twelve, and my uh, my goal is to uh, foster meaningful organic tech integration. I like that meaningful organic tech integration. Yep. So, um, you have this thing hashtag learning. What is that? Uh, you know, it's something that I kind of kind of developed uh, throughout my entire career. It's um, I've always, as a history teacher, I've, I've heard it from countless students and fellow educators who just don't like history. History is boring. Why does this apply to me? Why do we have to learn this? And the standard history teacher um, uh, answer is, well, you need to learn this so you can, uh, we don't make the same mistakes, which as a history geek, yes, I agree. But unless you like history, that's not really going to uh, gonna fly for a student or an adult who doesn't really like it. They need more. And in my experience, I've seen um, where students have, um, they need to see themselves in what they're learning. And, and if they can see themselves and see that, you know, they're, they're not disconnected from, you know, I, I, I like to say the boring history stuff that I'm trying to teach them, then they're more likely to engage with it and say, oh, okay, this makes sense. This is, uh, this is worth my time. So history is one of those things, either you like it or you don't. And um, it's the hashtag learning. The idea is to get kids to make the, the real life connections because every kid comes to us with a, uh, with a unique life experience that we, we, that we need to draw upon. And it's not just for history, but for anything that we teach, if they can see themselves in their, their life experience, um, then they're more likely um, going to retain that information. 
That's great. Yes, um, real life, uh, real life connections is what we as teachers always strive to do, so that we can have our students understand how they relate to the world, whether it's in math or social studies or science. Um, so I love that you're bringing this into, um, you know, from you're getting it from that, you know, your history background. So again, you know, um, I was going to ask you, you know, what inspired you to create this. Um, do you have anything more to add about, you know, how this all came about, this hashtag learning? So as I've, um, as I've grown as an educator, um, what, what, I, what I've done is, you know, being big on Twitter, it's really kind of that idea of a hashtag is kind of always found it fascinating me in the way it helps you find what you need and the way it serves like as a, uh, almost like a filing system for, for tweets and thoughts and ideas. So um, just... I was watching Jimmy Fallon years ago do a hashtag spoof with Justin Timberlake where everything was hashtag and I, 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 then I had this, this aha moment like, I want to bring that into the classroom. So I want kids to ask themselves when they learn something, what does this remind me of? What movie, what TV show, what YouTube video, what song, what event in my life does this remind me of? And that's your hashtag. Um, it kind of all started uh, got back in like 2012 for me. I was teaching a um, – a U.S. Uh, history lesson to some juniors reviewing uh, part of the Civil War, the Union battle strategy, and how they were going to stop the Confederacy from breaking away. And long story short, the the uh, the plan that the Union used was nicknamed the Anaconda Plan. So I had kids stop and reflect. I said, "Okay, I want you guys to hashtag this. What does this remind you of?" And one of the hashtags that the kids came up with was happened to be hashtag Nicki Minaj. And I'm like, what? I don't, I don't get it. But I told him, I don't care how goofy your hashtag, your connection is. If you can explain it, that that that's what I'm looking for. You're seeing your interests, your pop culture in what you learn. That's going to help you connect with it. So I, I didn't get it. I go, well, you need to come up here and explain it, rationalize it. And he started singing that uh, that horrible Nicki Minaj Anaconda song. Now, there wasn't a huge, deep connection with the actual content, but that's what the kid thought of when he, and they helped them remember it. Um, so when I came to review that, that piece of content, I, had the, I made a meme for the kids showing Nicki Minaj as a Civil War, uh, Civil War uh, hero, and they all remembered it. I'm like, wow, I think I'm onto something here. Like this I can use these hashtags to help them connect it. If I can get them to each kid to come up with their own and rationalize it, they're going to bring in their own personal life experience. And uh, it's completely evolved into my own version of an edgy protocol in the last few years. That's exciting. So when you use this in the classroom, do you have them, I mean, I, I know you're not having them tweet out, but do you use something like Google Classroom to have them like hashtag their learning along the way? How are they curating their hashtags? Well, it goes through a, a process I call ha hashtagging your notes. So um, all my, my lesson delivery is all pre-recorded. It's all screencasted and it's, it's all available on YouTube and the kids watch it go at their own pace. I give them a note-taking template, a three-column note-taking template that, that I've kind of synthesized from Avid. And the third column is where they need to put their hashtag and rationale. So they have a uh, – it's kind of a <clears throat> semi-graphic organizer where they have a space for each slide that they're, that they're covering um, in my lesson video. And once they get to the end of a slide, they pause. And they stop. They reflect on, on the notes they've written. If they think they can go back and rewatch that part of the video and take some more notes, they can. But once they think they're done with that slide, that's what they have to write their hashtag. And then they have to rationalize that. You can't just put a, a rationale, or I'm sorry, a hashtag, and just 
think that I know what it means. You need to explain it to me. I need to see your connection. And that allows me really to, to, um, to uh, have a um, – some gives me opportunity to really analyze their understanding, their connection. If it's, if it's, not, if it's not very strong, I can tell them to revisit it and maybe kind of redirect them. But it really gives me that formative – I can give them that real true formative feedback. And it gives me a real idea of what kids are into. So when I create my lessons, I know what to kind of refer to to kind of really uh, personalize learning for them. I like that. So I like the part that you have them rationalize what their hashtag is and what the connection is. Because like you said, if it is a really, and if it, if it is a really strong connection, then it'll even make it stronger. You can see that they're getting deeper into the DOK levels. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, it's also, kind of, it's also kind of giving me a chance to, as an excuse to have more conversations with students. I had a girl last year when I really started getting into this, and she's very shy. Um, and she's into anime comics. I know nothing about that. But I learned a lot just from her hashtags because she would relate everything we learned in history to some, something anime. And she wouldn't talk, but I, I could just pretend like I didn't know what she was talking about and have her, have her talk to me. And she would explain her thinking, and she really came out of her shell by the end of the year. Oh gosh, that's exciting. It's so wonderful to see students kind of grow and, and, you know, connect in different ways. So how can others start recreating this? Like I'm in fifth grade, you know, I know that there are other listeners out there that are at, you know, various different levels. So how can we start to recreate something like this in our classrooms? Well, anytime you read something, you take notes on something, you have the opportunity to hashtag it. Um, you know, our school is big on AVID. We're a AVID uh, National Demonstration School. And they're always, in, in the AVID process, they're always talking about reflections on your, reflecting on your learning, reflecting on your thinking. And the hashtag is just kind of my, uh, hashtag learning is my version of that. So the kid reads an excerpt of text or an article, have them pause periodically and what does this remind me of? And whatever that reminds them of becomes their hashtag. Have them look for that connection, rationalize it, um, and then you're going to get, get that, that deeper thinking going on um, as they're learning. So any, really, really, it can be plugged into anything that you read, you take notes on, you watch a video, any of that, any of that stuff to make those connections. Excellent. So for you, is it – I apologize for my dog because, of course, they were fine before, and then we start the episode. Cool. <laughs> um, so for you, do you usually do one hashtag per slide or do you do a couple hashtags or is it up to the student? Uh, in the system that I've set up, uh, it's one hashtag per slide. Um, I usually, my, my lessons are at the most 10 to 12 minutes and maximum three slides. After that, it gets kind of a little drawn out. I like to chunk the information more. And then I'm looking at too many hashtags and it's kind of, a, it's not very productive for me. But yeah, keep it at maximum three. You, you want to keep it, you don't want to overwhelm them. Excellent. Thank you for that explanation. Um, so this is like one of your, you know, things that you've said that you've kind of cultivated throughout your career. Where can we find out more about hashtag learning? And um, yes, where can we find out more about hashtag learning? Um, right now, um, I've done a handful of sessions at, you know, different like Q events and other EdTech events uh, throughout California and Nevada. Um, so th there's that, but on my website, techcoachwatis.com, if you go to the click on the sessions tab, you'll see, um, I forget, uh, it's, I have a, a, a strand of sessions I do called Twitterize Your Classroom. It's under that category. 
Um, so I have slide decks in there that can shed more light onto it. Um, on my on the website for my uh, innovator project, cardinalinnovationcenter.org, there is a student gallery called the Hashtag Gallery, where as kids have gone through lessons, I've kind of uh, curated the best hashtags by topic. Uh, at this point right now, me being a history teacher, um, they're all, all the hashtags I have are in history. A lot of other teachers haven't really jumped on board yet. So if you're looking for some history hashtags and, and some of the uh, connections kids have made, you're, feel free to, to browse through the history examples. I think one of my favorite ones from last year was a student when we are learning about the, uh, the Korean War. And for him, he uh, was learning about uh, the topic of the 38th parallel. And he put a hashtag line of scrimmage. Well, he's, he's a football player. So the line of scrimmage means a lot to him. And the way it gets pushed back and forth throughout the game, he's like, well, the 30th parallel throughout the, uh, throughout the Korean War was pushed back and forth. So right there was a – I think it's probably my favorite one that I've seen uh, in the last year. Thank you. And we did have a question from someone. Um, yeah. They wanted to know, do your hashtags get shared out with the class? So as you're doing – you said you do, you do share them out. Um, you know, in this, this way, but do you share them out with your class? I do. Um, I usually use it more of a spiral review. So if we want to come back to revisit some, some content, I'll pull up the best hashtags. And a lot of times I'll, use, I'll, um, I'll kind of just, re just review them whole class. I do when I, when I do have time to kind of curate though, I'm getting behind right now, the time of year. Um, I, I, I tweet out links to them to, to the, to the pages where I curate them on the website. So um, I share them to, with the world, and I share them with, with the class as needed. Excellent. Thank you. And you did uh, share with us your Google site. So we can, um, we'll post that into the show notes as well so that the viewers can check all of that stuff out. Uh, any final words about hashtag learning? That's neat. Uh, you know, it's just a, it's a process. It's continually uh, evolving and keeps on iterating. And uh, I have a blog post coming out on it pretty soon on like the modular nature of it, how, how many different pieces goes with it, and how you can do the whole thing as a like an umbrella term, hashtag learning, or you can pick off uh, certain parts of the way it works, and uh, that'll probably give people much better insight on how it works. All right. Well, thank you very much. Well, thanks for having me. That is so great. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment to let us know. And tonight's comment question is, how will you incorporate hashtag learning into your classroom? Uh, please join us on Monday, March 18th, when we will recap our favorite moments, sessions, conversations, and aha moments from Q19. Um, when, if you're tweeting out, be sure to tag Q19 and we are Q. Also, uh, if you will be at Q, we are going to be hosting the Coffee Q and the, at the Meet the Authors Day. So be sure to join us then. What, what time is that, Lisa? That's at 7.30 on Friday, March 15th. Okay, 7.30, Friday, March 15th. We'll be there. We'll be hosting and free coffee will be there. So we hope you'll join us. You can take a selfie. Maybe Adam, I don't know. Will you be there? I will do my best to be there. Yeah, I love free coffee. Hey. coffee. <laughs> don't we all? Free coffee for everybody. Right. <laughs> yes, and also that will be, uh, you know, meet the authors as well. So we'll all be kind of mingling around and we'll getting uh, to know each other a little bit better and have some great conversations. So please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. And if you like the show, we 
course you did, um, please feel free to rate us and leave a review on iTunes so that other people can find us easier. And remember, we are always looking for guests to share the great things that they are doing in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits the bill, or if this is you, please feel free to visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thank you.